This episode of podcast is brought to you by Running After Eating, the worst way to get rid of lasagna. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, those who identify as non-binary, welcome back to Roll the Credits Podcast, the only podcast that will heel turn and face turn more than the big show. Ah, My name's Matt. I'm Zach. And here we're going to talk about wrestlers in movies. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those fun things between Zach and I being... Wrestling nerds. Yeah, we're big fucking wrestling nerds. So we we appreciate when we see wrestlers show up in things. Mm -hmm. We like it when we hear that stuff. So what I wanted to do was kind of talk about what the progression of that looked like throughout yeah. movies. So I wanted to first start off in like the beginning ages of like <laughs> but the time before yeah, the man. dawn before time when wrestling became more of, you know, like, or at least the ego of wrestlers started to become more of like, well, I, I can be more than a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Well, because like Hulk Hogan. Is, yeah. Cause part of it is acting. So it's like the fact that if you're, if you're captivating out there in the ring and you can go and like, like steal the show and like use your character to develop like storylines. Yeah. What's really different from going into the Hollywood aspect of it and acting a lot actually. Well, yeah. <laughs> cause a lot of people don't actually make it. Yeah. Cause then you think that you mm-hmm. really do think that where it's like, you can just, because you're a wrestler that you have star power. Like that's the big thing. Yeah. And that's, and that's where I feel like a lot of this began. And obviously there have been wrestlers and things before Hulk Hogan, but I, I want to start with him because mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's a good place to be able to go first, which is about like Gremlins too. Yeah, well, that <laughs> shitty little cameo that was weird by him. Yeah, I thought about even too like, um, what's the fucking movie that he's in? No Holds Barred. Yes. Yeah, where he's basically playing himself, <laughs> but it's under a different name. It's like, but it's basically his story. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, here it is, where it's like, it, at least for me, it's one of those first times where I can note where it's like, here's a wrestler. Mm-hmm. And he's not just like in a cameo. Yeah. Like he's the leading character. Mm-hmm. And it's terrible. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like fucking, he's so bad. Like it's, and that's one of those things for me where it's like, you think about that in the beginning part where it's like, oh God, a wrestler can't hold a whole movie. Yeah. Like, cause then I think about Hulk Hogan being in like Rocky three or four. I forget which one he's in mm-hmm. where he just basically calls him a meatball. Yeah. And it's and like, thank it. you, Hulk Hogan. That's all I need from you. Please go away. <laughs> And like that's that's enough. Yeah, there there's plenty of wrestlers that have done like cameos in films that like pretty much amount to nothing. Yep. Um, it's kind of like a blip on the radar for us. It's like that's weird that this wrestler that we know is in something. Yeah. Um, I mean, first one that I can recall too of like being like this weird like uh cameo for it was Kevin Nash being yep. like a repo guy in Grandma's Boy. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is he doing in here? Yeah, or just like, it, it's it, it's one of those things too for us where it's like, it's jarring because you're like, oh shit, that's Kevin Nash. And to anybody else, it would be like, well, look at this big guy. All right, whatever. But it's also too like Kevin Nash being in like Magic Mike. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, what the fuck? It's Kevin Nash. And I, it's it's... Like, it's nothing really more than that, usually. Usually, it's kind of like a wrestler shows up in a thing, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, well, it's just a wrestler. Who cares? Well, then there was also uh, George the Animal Steel that was in Ed Wood. Yep. Uh, that's the one I was going to think of, too, yeah. which I think is a fantastic mm-hmm. that he is Tor Johnson, yeah. who Tor Johnson was a wrestler, Yes, and he's and <laughs> George the Animal Steel is playing him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's a great thing of, like, using wrestling... 
as as a way to be able to get somebody in who looks exactly like him. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those perfect fits, and well, I love it. Same thing with that too. Of like, I don't I don't remember, but like whoever they got to play like Bella Lugosi in that film too. Yeah. Is like just fucking like we're just having fun. We're picking mm-hmm. people that obviously know their shit. Yeah, and they just cast really well. So yeah, I mean it, it, that's uh, that's a great cameo. And mm-hmm. Tor Johnson has a he has a pretty good like uh, he's he's got a pretty good character in that movie. So that's a, that's a fun example. And I'm then gonna... I think about other stupider things like uh, oh my god, he was such a loser wrestler. Mm-hmm. Can't even remember his name right now. Who's this? Uh, fucking Nate Jones? No. Nate Jones. <laughs> Pete Jones? No. <laughs> My name is Pete Jones. No. Nathan the, Jones Nathan. is who you're thinking of yes. in Troy. Yes. When, would... like, he's just this hulking man who got, like... Stabbed in the shoulder. Yes. And, like, that was, like, one of three things that he did in Hollywood because, like, he was mainly, like, a stunt man. Yep. So that was the weird thing with him. Like, he was, like, this stunt man who turned wrestler who realized it wasn't working wrestler, out an inverted commas. yes um and then came back to like the world of stuntman i think but then i think he he started doing like uh the arm wrestling competitions and tell me zach why would he have to go back to being a stuntman after a wrestler because he was a bad wrestler because he's fucking terrible yeah, and they yeah. tried to shoehorn him with the undertaker hoping yeah. that would help and yeah. it didn't do anything that was like was one of the terrible. worst wrestlemanias <laughs> for undertaker too yeah like it, it's it's he like, looks pissed the like, whole time. Yeah, like if you look up via like Wikipedia, it's like him versus like A Train and Big Show. But realistically, the storyline was supposed to be a tag match yep. for it. So it's like the idea of like, oh, if this guy loses, then technically the Undertaker loses. Mm-hmm. Then it's it's kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, but that's a silly. That's that's one of those examples too, like we're talking about, where it's like you either have somebody so far, like we're mentioning, where it's like you have somebody that is the leading actor, yeah, is pretty bad and shouldn't be because you're a wrestler, mm-hmm. stop acting, yeah, or you have somebody that so far is just kind of like in a cameo role that just shows up and you're like, oh, it's that wrestler, yeah, that's fun, like even like I think to one that was like really, really a little daunting, where it's like. They spent like a good five minutes pulling together this team, and it's like, oh my god, like it, it's just all. Oh, are you like, talking about McGruber? Yes, McGruber. <laughs> where it's like they, they fucking got like oh what my, was it? They got it was Chris uh, Great Kali, Chris Great Kali, Chris Jericho, MVP, MVP, Mark, Mark Henry? Henry, yeah, and one other one. I, I don't, don't remember who. Yeah, but yeah, that's a silly. Ex- and they all die or something, right? They die immediately. Yeah, they they <laughs> die on like their slow mo walk because one of them like drops a grenade out and then they all die. Yeah, that, but see, that's fun because that's like a comedy movie, comedy inverted commas. Yeah, um, and it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, that's fine. Like you get a bunch of wrestlers, they look like big tough guys, mm-hmm. and then they die. Like it, and that's the purpose behind it, which I think is fun. Um. What you, and what I was thinking too was also in the fact where it's like you have some like moderate successes too. It's sometimes like Roddy Roddy Piper. Roddy Roddy Piper and They Live yep. is probably one of my favorite wrestlers turned um, actors. Yeah. Even though that was like probably like his own. I think that was his only no. Hollywood role. Now he was in another shitty movie called oh. Hell Comes to Frogtown. Oh, okay. Where people get turned into frogs. Ah. And um, well, it's kind of like Mad Max, but if people were frogs. Well, I mean, you know, like <laughs> and he's yeah, terrible in that. You pick and choose so your battles. Bad. Like, if you get a little bit of money, maybe, maybe it'll turn into a cult classic someday. But then I also think about too, like Roddy Roddy Piper being in like It's Always Sunny as like mm. this deranged, mm-hmm. <laughs> the <laughs> like, deranged wrestler. Yeah, like that's another great thing. Yes. So it's like Roddy Roddy Piper is very inconsistent outside of, like 
outside of the ring. Yeah. Like, he'll be one of those people that's like, they live is fantastic, and then you go, and he punches frogs in the face, and yeah. you're like, what are you doing, man? I know. <laughs> but Jesse the Body Ventura in Predator. Yeah. So he's a, he's a great example, too, of kind of the other end of this, where mm-hmm. it's like, you have people like Jesse the Body Ventura, who's in Running Man, he's in Predator, mm-hmm. he's also in, I think he's in Last Action Hero. I can't yeah. remember. And also, this is the the later portion of his career. Like he's yep. he's done with wrestling. I think more. Yeah, he's definitely done with um, commentary. Commentary at this mm-hmm. point in the WWF. At that point, yeah. For all you uh, you old people like me that watched <laughs> wrestling, <laughs> um, and then this was more. I think like where he was in like a backstage like producer role, and he probably just wanted to do something fun. Yeah. And, to and he was still pro- ripped his shit, so he could still be an action guy. Exactly. And to be approached to do uh, Predator, one hell of a movie. Yeah. Um. He he probably has, like, some of the best lines in the film. Yeah, I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> I'm a goddamn sexual Tyrannosaurus. Yep. Old Painless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he's he's fantastic. And it's it's nice, too, because, like, he just shows up and he's just... He's just Jesse the Body Ventura. Like yeah. it's it's great because that's also kind of like the weird thing about like for a while wrestlers mm-hmm. in movies. It's like you basically had to be your character within the movie, which felt jarring. Where yeah. it's like you had to be able to like talk the way you did, or mm-hmm. that you had to even like most of the time you had to use your wrestling finisher. Yeah, to be able to show off like, hey, you're the wrestler, mm-hmm. which was weird. It didn't it didn't make any sense. Yeah, like I think what was it? Um. And whichever one that Hulk Hogan was in, didn't he drop a leg drop like a couple of I'm times? I'm sure he did. Yeah. 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 And it's like, like that was like a weird time in like the 90s, like like late 80s, early 90s, where it's like, if you see a wrestler like starring in a role, mm-hmm. you kind like they kind of had to do they their They did a rest- suplex through a table. Yeah. Like they clothesline somebody. Exactly. Like yeah. that was the thing just to be like, oh, they're a wrestler. Yep. So like, in case we, you didn't know. Yeah. Like we get it. Like. So, so that was always like weird. And then especially too, like, um, I know you probably wanted to talk about this for a while, but bone saw macho uh, man. Bone Randy saw said, is yeah. ready. <laughs> he had 30 minutes of plate time. Yeah. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. I love like, him. Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man one. Yeah. The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man with, Ra- uh, macho man, Randy Savage yep. as bone saw. Probably one of the most recognizable ones. <laughs> I can close my eyes and I can see people with the signs of like the saws and they're yes. like sawing off their arms. And stuff. It's great. Yes. And then the weird side of it too, like, so he's fucking ripped his shit. Oh my movie. god, that oh was god, when he's he, on so yeah, many steroids. Because well, that was when he was doing WCW Nitro and he was just massive yeah, for yeah, no reason. Fucking ridiculous. Um, one of my favorites though that I I, I don't talk about a lot, but like. That was kind of like the one exception where it's like the cameos work because it makes sense mm-hmm. was the movie Ready to Rumble. Yeah. Starring David Arquette. Yeah. Who put the final nail WCW in the coffin. WCW champion David yes. Arquette. <laughs> he put the final nail in the coffin of WCW. Zach, WCW died for a lot of different reasons outside of him. Mainly Vince Russo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just poor booking decisions and wasting well, all their money. Exactly. Yeah. Who, like there's tons of reasons why. Whose fault was that? Failed. Vince Russo. But well, ma- the whole company. <laughs> David Arquette, though. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Macho Man Randy Savage being that, Goldberg, Sting, yeah. Diamond Dallas Page, like these big, hot, like these big, like WCW Nitro stars being in this film that was like a weird one exception for me that it didn't feel like it was 
a slotted cameo. Like it felt like they were. Well, yeah, because they show up as like, hey, I'm Jeff Jarrett. Exactly. They're <laughs> showing up as their actual character. Right. So it's like, like this is a time frame where it was smart to make this movie, even though it's not a good movie per se. They like lost I'd... a lot. They lost a lot of money because of that movie. Well, yeah. I mean, I. I... <laughs> And that's why go. David Arquette became champion. Yeah, I know. Because they hope that, oh, if I'm a champion, people will go see the movie. And then it didn't work for anything. Yeah, like, <laughs> I do. hilarious. I kind of want to go back and rewatch it at some point. I don't. Because I feel like it's horrible, but I yeah. don't feel like it's, like, bad. I, I think it's bad. Um, But, like, that that felt right for them to be in those roles because they're actually playing their characters right and it made sense for the context of the movie because it's a wrestling movie mm-hmm. and like it's it makes sense for them to show up yeah so i i also want to talk about too before we kind of get into like the success stories of this yes which is like wwe movies in general mm-hmm. like the fact that like them making them wanting movies. to make movies yes. like because then it got to that point it felt like where it's matt, like matt are you talking about the chaperone starring uh, triple h i wasn't going to talk about <laughs> that one specifically i was going to talk about the more successful ones first oh, okay. but <laughs> <laughs> what like, you're trying to say the chaperone wasn't a no it failed it, nobody these are like in, well i mean failed in yeah. like terms of a wwe movie they made because they're all straight to blu-ray basically yes they made triple h shave for it too yeah i know he looked terrible there was also one where randy orton had to like cover all of his tattoos to play a dad yeah that's funny mm. but like i think about even too where it's like them like wwe specifically wanting to make movies so then you have like the marine which mm. is i think still their most successful movie i think it's close yes. to that in the condemned yeah because we talked about that the other day where it's like i think john cena was like the marine for the first one yep and then it went to ted dibiase jr which was a really <laughs> weird terrible choice. yeah really see, weird. that's a fun situation because it's like Ted DiBiase Jr. is a terrible wrestler, mm-hmm. and he's terrible on the mic, and he's a bad actor. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, but to follow up John Cena. Yep. And then The Miz took over it for the third time, and I think he was the Marine for like the third, fourth, and probably fifth movie. No, he dies in the fourth movie. Gotcha. Spoilers well, for a movie that nobody wants to watch. Oh, I'm sure it's somebody's favorite movie. Uh, that's The yeah. Marine th- 4? It means something to somebody. <laughs> the Marine 4 is probably somebody's favorite movie. It has, Yeah, because it has Becky Lynch and Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Or, does Shawn Michaels die? Yeah. No, I think... No, Becky... No. What, did you watch this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did. But you didn't watch the other ones? No, I watched all of them. Oh. Because they're terrible. Um, and gotcha. that See, that's the other thing, too, because it's like... Like, WWE making movies was, like, such a weird thing because it's like you had, like... You had the condemned with Stone Cold in mm-hmm. it, which actually was, you know, like it's it's not a particularly great movie, but it's okay, and you know, like it made a lot of money. Yeah. And then you have the Marine, which is like a, just an action movie with John Cena, so it's like you have these moments and See No Evil, I think, as being like a, a pretty okay I, horror I, movie. I didn't hate See No Evil. No, it was alright. I think I think the problem was is because like because it was in the restrictions of WWE, it had to be a PG thirteen. Yeah, which is which weird. I never agree with unless you're going for like old school 80s like mm-hmm. horror where it's like an homage yeah i think most horror movies deserve to be r-rated to like give you that like factor that yeah, and he had a big hook it. that he was like stabbing people with yeah that, it's kind of weird that and, he wasn't really doing that that much and then to promote it he, oh my god he, May he came out he came out with the hook and chain yep. for like five weeks on raw and Shawn michaels constantly saying may 19th and then kane would have some kind of like weird 
convulsion or his he would get a headache because it was like oh my god my brain because may was, 19th because that that's was like when the, the movie re- was coming yeah, out that was like the release date for it that's good carny shit that i love yeah it's like we're gonna promote our movie through a stupid storyline and that's the fun things about like wwe doing that but then yeah i mean after a while after those three that i can think of that were like moderate successes mm-hmm. then it's the chaperone then it's all the shit movies yeah that are straight to fucking Blu-ray that nobody cares about. And then, yeah, there's that Randy Orton one, which was also who gives shit. I heard that one wasn't horrible. I'm sure it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then even too, where it's like now going into the success. Yes. Now going into the moments where you have The Rock. The Rock was the first one. Yeah. The Rock starts was... off with the Scorpion King, and then you realize that... Banger he... of a movie. Let's because just get of... that right out of the way. Yeah, because... Banger of a movie. Okay. I love that movie. Okay. I love Scorpion. All right. All right. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah, whatever. But, I mean, like him being in that, mm-hmm. and it's like they realize that his charisma and his build and mm-hmm. the way that he works. And imagine if he had hair. Yeah. And a scorpion body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't get that in that one. Well, he had it in The Mummy too. Yeah. Which is when he first showed up. Yes. But then even like... Just him taking all of the things that make him a good wrestler, mm-hmm. and then that just translated perfectly into oh, an on-scroll role. Because then, not at first. Well, not at first, but like, I mean, that's kind of the Rock's thing, where it's like, well, yeah, because you have like, you you have situations where it's like, you know, again, like starting off very strong, like the Scorpion King, and I think there was like another one where it was like, uh, kind of like an action, like spy type film. Uh Doom. No, there was a different one. I think I liked Doom, though. I think that one wasn't, like, the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, but then, you know, he, he fumbled for a little while. He was doing shit like... Uh, Doom. Well, yeah, Doom. Um, he was he did, like, the Tooth Fairy. He did, like, yeah. that one where he was, like, an NFL player. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it started to get to a point where it's like, okay, he's definitely fumbling. Yeah. And then I forgot what movie it actually was that, like... It started to connect where it's like, oh, he's he's becoming like a star. I think it might be like Fast and Furious. I was thinking that. I don't want to say that, but like it, it's probably what it was because then you look at it now where it's like that kind of opened the door for like him doing like Jumanji and mm-hmm. like Black Adam where it's and like Moana and Moana where it's like, like one of the biggest things. Yes. Yeah. Like he's become kind of like this bigger star now to yeah. the point where it's like. Yes, people know him as the wrestler, but people also know him as the actor now. Yeah, and it's even too like it's it's funny how like this usually that's usually how it starts. Like mm-hmm. it's the same thing with The Rock. It's the same thing with John Cena because yes. John Cena was in like The Marine, and then he was in that weird movie. I think Tammy. Um, it's like some shitty comedy. You don't you don't have to pretend like you know what it is. I don't. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna pretend. But then it's even too where it's like then he becomes like peacemaker. Yes. And it's like, wow. Look Peacemaker at John- was the point where I think, like, it switched for him. Yeah. Where it's like, well, now he's, like, established and people, like, he's he's always been good in terms of his character and, like, his promo skills. So yeah. it, it worked really well with him being an actor. Mm-hmm. And then it's weird, too, because it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, kind of in the opposite of that, too, with, like, Batista. Whoa, Because I on. never thought Batista was good in I, any way. I always thought Batista was fine. Name one match. That you can think of that he was good in. Uh, him versus Triple H in the Hell in a Cell. That's does other than that one. <laughs> that counts. That's that, but that's like the only one though. Uh, him versus Undertaker at WrestleMania 23. That's not that good. You know it. It's pretty. It's decent. He's not that good of a wrestler. Uh, him versus John Cena at SummerSlam. No, the only time when he that, broke Cena's back. The only time that Batista got good 
in terms of like his promo skills when he came back and he kept like he's like the douchebag that had like his yeah. collar up and he like he kept quitting like all those yes. times and he was blue tista yes yeah that was <laughs> like that, that part but was then bad. he becomes drax and yes. he's like amazing so that's that's what's weird is like the other two fumbled a little bit well i mean batista was in like the man with the iron fist which i like yes yeah that's but a, like that's, that's not movie. a that's not by any the means. The RZA made that right. Yeah, but yeah. That, by no means is that like an oh my god he's made it. <laughs> no, I know, but like to be a blockbuster star from Marvel like right yeah. out of the gate, basically, like that's pretty good. Yeah. And like yes, Batista hasn't done like a lot, a lot of stuff. Like mainly right now, it is Drax, and then um, he's in I know Blade he, Runner. He was in Blade Runner. I thought he was amazing in Blade. Yeah, Runner. Yeah, that scene is so cool with mm-hmm. him. Um, and then he, I didn't watch it yet, but he is in Glass Onion. Yeah, he was a douchebag in that, but it was all right. But, um, and but, then he's in that new M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, right, The Cabin, something the like at that? The Cabin yeah, or something? Knock at the Cabin. Yeah, I don't know. About I don't that. care. Yeah, I don't care either. But, um, yeah, but it's like one of those things, too, where it's like Batista going from, like, I mean, he's world, he was world champion. Like, I have to, I have to say that he's, mm-hmm. some, he's successful because mm-hmm. he is. I don't think that he was ever really meant to be there but that's just my opinion mm-hmm. um but then yeah it's like you go from that and then he becomes like he gets marvel money he becomes drax the destroyer and it's yeah. like holy shit all right great and he's fantastic in those movies mm-hmm. like he's yeah. one of the best parts about them he he was it, and it's hard too because it's like if you watch something like guardians of the galaxy like it's so heavy on like you know everybody's a star like yeah. they're there's almost a point where it's like nobody can be like a standout because like you know you have Bradley Cooper as yep. Rocket Raccoon, you Vin have Diesel. Cr- what? Vin Diesel as Groot. Yeah, uh, he says That's, one line, but yeah, yes. but he's still Vin Diesel. Exactly. He did the same for Iron Giant. Chris and Pratt as um, Star Lord. Yeah. Crazy, like crazy good. And then you have uh, Batista as Drax. Yeah. And it's like, like. And you would think powerful that, right. situation here of like who's commanding the screen, right? And you would think that the wrestler would be over there because, mm-hmm. like, we're talking about it's like historically it's been one of those things where it's like the wrestler would be over there because they're stupid and he's just going to do a power bomb and then he's not going to do anything else. But mm-hmm. it's like no, Drax like stands out, and then it's like one of those things where it's like you kind of even it's becomes kind of like pseudo because it's like for the Rock and John Cena and the Batista, you almost kind of forget that they were wrestlers, yeah. Because they're so prominently known within like Hollywood, Hollywood and acting that it's like you kind of forget the fact that it's like you were you were taking bumps. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> you were chasing titles, not chasing screen yeah. time. Like the fucking you were getting buried alive or that like you put your thumb down as Batista and then you did an electric chair and then wah. But now you're getting fucking Marvel money. Yeah. Like it's weird. Marvel money's good money right yeah, there. Obvi- obviously. Yeah. But yeah. It's <laughs> well, just, I mean, we don't have it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I could be somebody. Who yeah. would you if you were no, if, you can't. if you had to be a Marvel character? Who would you be? Like based off like personality and looks, or like just who I'd want? Just who you would want to be? Oh man, um, what are you loading up? Yeah, I'm breaking <laughs> the fucking audio here. Uh, I don't know. Probably like a Star Lord or like um. Uh, some, like an X-Men. I think I... Yeah, I, Forge? No, I don't want to be Forge. Come on. Um, Forge you, you would make a great Forge. Forge is a horrible. Come on. I would... I, I'm not going to give... I'm not going to be that guy and be like, oh, put me as Wolverine. Yeah, Professor like, X. Yeah, like <laughs> like an Iceman or like a Pyro. I think I could get away with that. Okay. 
Yeah. What, what about you? Uh, uh, squirrel girl. Of, um, <laughs> <laughs> squirrel girl? <laughs> yeah, I could be squirrel girl. No, I, w- I want to be like Captain Britain. Oh, yeah, Captain Britain's oh, cool. Captain Britain. He's you got to cool. dye your hair blonde. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's the thing I have to worry about? Yeah. Not being British or in shape? I don't think he was British. Sex his name's Captain Britain. I think one... He was oh, born in England. No, I know, but I think one version of him, he's not British. That doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. There's a version of everything. But yeah, going back to this point with like wrestlers and movies. Yeah. It's, it's it's a weird thing that shouldn't... It should have never worked. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it does. Which is weird now. I yeah. mean, does in like a, a, yes. like a small It does and it doesn't. Like, it can work if you have the charisma from being a wrestler. But like, sometimes that doesn't always translate. Right. So, yeah. Nice. Wrestling is a movie. It's a good thing. Good thing. Matt, you got a recommendation? Sure. I'm actually going to recommend something that at uh, the time of this podcast is probably not going to be out yet. Good. I love that. But I can just do it anyways because, you know, like, as you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Yakuza franchise. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite franchises in video games. Oh, I that played, new one's coming out? I played every single one of them. Yeah. So this, this time around, too, it's actually, they're remaking it. It's called Like a Dragon Ishin. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's a remake of a game that came out for like the PS3 in like 2014 or something. And it only came out in Japan. Okay. It was a samurai-based Yakuza game where mm-hmm. it's like set in feudal Japan. And it's one of those things where I was like, I kept looking at it. I was like, fuck, I would love to play this. And then they remade it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just, it just looks like good old Yakuza fun. Like just being able to like have the the nice duality between the two of like, incredibly serious convoluted but really tightly made stories and then like just ridiculous fun mini games and side missions and speaking of this too kenny omega who is a wrestler is going to be in like a dragon ishin as like a power-up card that doesn't surprise me at all yeah and it's and it's funny too because like most of the yakuza games also have or more of the recent ones have wrestlers in them from uh new japan so it's it just it just looks great. It's just another Yakuza game in terms of just, you know, like the ridiculousness, but then the fun things that come with it too. So it's coming out for PlayStation and Xbox and all the fun platforms. So yeah, looking forward to playing that. Okay. Well, thanks. Man. Uh, yeah. Um, so next episode, we will be back to our regularly scheduled program. Um, but hey, Matt, thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Um, if you guys, um, if you guys liked this with Matt and I, um, Please let us know. Maybe maybe this will become like a side project of mm-hmm. Matt and I. Yeah. Um, we bounced around the name of like the post-credit. Yep. Post-credit scenes. And we can just talk about whatever random things we want to talk about. Yeah. So, yeah. So let us know. Um, but otherwise, Matt, go fuck yourself. Nah, eat a dick. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Matt, roll the credits.